Hey guys, welcome back to another Living in the Light podcast. You can set the mic up here. Uh, today we are talking about music. We are here with Peter. He is going into the music industry. And I know that we all have very different perspectives on music and everything. And so I guess we'll have Sawyer lead us off with a topic. Alright, so um, first thing I wanted to say was that... Um, the subject of music is, like you said, a very controversial subject. It's actually cause of a lot of division among Christians today. And um, as we know, the Bible is our ultimate authority on all subjects, and so that includes music. And so I have a couple things here. Um, so the Bible doesn't necessarily directly anywhere say, like, you know, this music is good and this music is bad. It doesn't ever say that. But if you look, it does give you principles that you can follow that will apply to music because the Bible mentions music hundreds and hundreds of times. And even though it mentions all those times, it doesn't necessarily say, you know, this music's bad, this music's good. I also want to point out though, that throughout the hundreds and hundreds of times music is used in the Bible, it is almost exclusively used to praise and worship God. There's, um, I have a couple things here. So like in Psalms 4, 1, 6, 1, 54, 1, 55, 1, 61, 1, 67, 1, and 76, 1, those are all different passages where music is being used to praise and worship God. There's only a couple other different places where it was used for a different purpose. And those were um, a couple of those were like soothing King Saul when he was tormented in first Samuel 16, 14, 23, the Israelites used it to warn of danger in Nehemiah four twenty, and to surprise their enemies in judges seven, 16 through 22. And, but although this music was used for a couple different things, it was almost exclusively used to praise and worship God. And I don't see why music today should be any different. Yeah. Uh, I, when you listen to music, I think from my perspective, you're completely fine with the most part, as long as the music's not like against anything in the Bible, really. Yeah. Cause like if, cause I like I I don't listen to specifically Christian music all the time. Sometimes I listen to like country or uh, hip hop or whatever, but as long as it's not like going against my uh my beliefs in the, from the Bible, then I I feel fine with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, I think it's really about how it impacts your heart, how how it makes you feel. If it makes you uh, motivated to do something terrible, if it makes you motivated to to be violent, then it's it's definitely not music of God. It's definitely not music that the Bible is talking about. But if it's music that that puts you in a good mood, makes you want to do you know right, and it makes you motivated to do to to perfect your life and be a better version of yourself then it's it's music of the bug yeah they've they've done uh scientific studies that uh it really matters what music you listen to because what music you listen to shapes who you are and will change who you are even though you might not notice it yeah. will like if you listen to like a lot of that bad rap out there it will change you to be more angry and more uh easily influenced on uh, drugs and whatnot, it will uh, change how you act and everything. Yeah. And so I had here just a couple of things I listed. Um, I just found three different principles you can use as Christians. The Bible doesn't, like I said, doesn't say what music is good and bad, but you can apply principles found in the Bible to help you, you know, figure out which music you should be listening to. Um, the first principle is found in 1 Corinthians 10.31. It says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So the first principle is this. 
if everything we do is meant to bring honor and glory to God, then our music is no different. Our music should glorify God. Yeah. Um, the music we listen to should bring honor and glory to God. Um, this principle immediately disqualifies a lot of, not all of it, but a lot of secular music because for the most part, a lot of secular music includes like cussing and taking God's name in vain and it promotes sin and immorality. Yeah. And it can't be glorifying God and glorifying sin at the same time. Um, and so our music needs to glorify God. And also something people seem to forget is that if our music, if the music we listen to should glorify God, what people seem to forget is that if the music was written for the sole purpose of glorifying the person singing it, then it can't be glorifying God at the same time. Uh, Matthew 6.24 says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And so this same verse applies to this subject and this to music in this way too, because your music can't be meant to glorify man and glorify sin, but also glorify God. And so you need to choose music that is glorifying God and not the person singing the music. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot. I've seen a lot of people who I know are Christians, but uh, a lot of people fall into this thing where they're in today's music. And a lot of people don't actually look up the lyrics to songs or real or think about what the lyrics are actually yeah. meaning or because like they might know the lyrics to it but they don't actually think what they uh are meaning because i've seen a lot of christians just uh fall into songs that are really not they're really ungodly and whatnot yeah yeah uh, I, I think another thing something i've been thinking about is it's it's uh with with music <clears throat> everyone has their their limits everyone has their own perspectives i think a lot of people a lot of christians who listen to secular music what if they uh they just don't pay attention to lyrics what if they aren't letting certain parts of it get to their heart and it's just kind of there to to fill a void or to uh to to just be sound in a way something that they can enjoy i just uh i think i think that's another thing with secular music is it's it's uh it, it depends on the person and why, what their purpose is for that music and how they use it in their life. Yeah. And so the second principle I found was, so the second principle is found in Philippians 4.8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And so, like Riley said, it's a proven fact. The music you listen to will affect the way you think, and it will affect the way you act. The Bible is clear in this verse that we are to think on things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. Colossians 3.2 tells us to set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. And 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to be bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of our Christ. And so, since our music affects the way we think, our music should, in turn bringing our minds toward God. The Bible tells us that we are to have our minds on things above, not on things on the earth. It tells us to think on things that are just, pure, lovely, and a good report. It tells us to um, bring up, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so your music needs, the music you listen to, needs to turn your mind towards God. Yeah, and no, a thing I think a lot of people don't realize is, because I, I for, completely forgot about this until I started researching the subject at the end of the day, or this, for this podcast, uh, that before Satan was cast out of heaven, 
he was the angel of music. And so he will use that as a way to get into your life for you to sin against God. Yeah, that that makes me think, uh, bringing up the topic of, uh, oh, this is kind of off topic, but I think in the, in the music industry, in Hollywood, you know, there's this whole thing about selling your soul, selling your soul to the devil. And maybe that's why all these, these big-time artists uh, have sold their soul to the devil is because he... He has that that strength with music. He has that you know, that knowledge in music. He has the power to to make perfect music because that's that's what he was originally. He was the angel of music, like Riley said, and maybe that has some sort of correlation or connection. So the final principle I found um, that this isn't all of them. Obviously, this is only three that I was. This is only the three that I chose. Um, the third one is found in Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature." Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And I just want to point out that when we receive Christ, we become a new creature. Old things have passed away. Does that not carry on to our music? And so the music we listen to as a Christian should not be the same music we were listening to when we were not saved. If that makes sense. And so the world will listen to their kind of music, and it'll, you know, it'll have cussing, it'll promote immorality, it'll promote sin and violence, and all those horrible things. And that's their music. Once you get saved you shouldn't listen to the same horrible music you listened to before. And so, um, 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Come out from among them and be ye separate. Our music as Christians needs to be different than what the world's music is. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, the music, the world will listen to their music, but Christians shouldn't necessarily listen to the same music in the, as the world because we were called to be separate from them. We are a new creature. We should not do the same things they do. We shouldn't talk the same way an unsaved person would talk because we have been saved. Yeah. Uh, I think we need, we, uh, I know we need to also apply this to other things. He's going to apply Definitely, this basic yeah. to other things like what you watch, what you listen to, social media and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All three of these principles can apply to almost anything. That's why they're called yeah. principles because you can use them for a lot of different subjects. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I don't really have anything else. Do you have I have a anything? little bit more. Right, okay, um, well, do you? Okay. So, people seem to have decided that the music you listen to is only a matter of which, your taste, what you like more. Like, do you like rap? Do you like pop? Do you like rock and roll? Do you like piano? Whatever. But they seem to forget the Bible does give us guidelines for life. And so, the as Christians, the music we listen to needs to fall. It needs to follow these three principles because... They're the principles that God has laid out in his word that he gave to us. And um, I also wanted to say, as far as, like, instruments go in music, I know a lot of people talk about, like, you know, don't use this instrument and all that and stuff. And there's, I think there's even churches that think pianos are wrong. I'm not sure what that's all about. But as far as which instruments you should use that should be used in music, I don't really have much to say on that. The Bible mentions a lot of different instruments. I think it mentions stringed, um, wind, and percussion instruments like that. Um, the only thing I would say on the subject of instruments is that God did call us to be separate from the world. And so I'd also say the music you listen to, definitely, if you cannot under, if the music you're listening to does not have clear words, like you can't understand what they're saying, then it's pointless because if music is meant to glorify God, how can you be glorifying God? If you don't even know what the person you're listening to is saying. Yeah. And so that does for the most part, eliminate most like rap music and a lot of rock music because it should music needs to glorify God and if you can't understand what the guy's saying how can you be glorifying God 
Um, the la- look, in closing, the last thing I wanted to say is that um, as Christians, these principles need to be applied to our music. Um, but as I said, if the music is written to bring glory to the singer and not to God, then it can't bring glory to God if it's written to bring glory to the singer. Um, the sad fact is much of the music in the CCM movement, which is the contemporary Christian music movement, that purports to be God-honoring is written for the sole purpose of bringing fame and riches and popularity to the singer, and it's not meant to bring glory to God. It's written to bring glory to the person performing the music. And so when applying these principles, the principles I stated to the music you listen to, I do think an important thing to remember is that you need to look at the person singing the music, not just necessarily the lyrics or the style of music also, because if a person that's singing the music is living in this wicked, sinful lifestyle, they're probably not singing their music to be honoring God. Yeah, yeah. And so I do think that is something that needs to be um, applied. And I will also like to say one last time, the three of us definitely do not hold the same views on the subject of music. Yeah, yeah. I knew that before. Yeah, I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about about what I'm trying to do because, like you were saying, with the whole image of the of the artist, you know, I think uh, that the image and who the artist is is just important as what they're making, you know, because yeah. they gotta have the heart to make something that can connect with people. I'm trying to make music that connects with people. I'm trying to, you know, glorify God through my music and create something that is this art form that people can can share, that people can can relate to and that Christians can relate to, you know. I, I wanna I wanna be as unique as possible so I can stick out as an artist so I can reach more people. Cause if I'm just following what everyone else is doing, what's the point of making music in the first place? What's in What's what's the point of uh, making art in the first place? Yeah, you know, I yeah. feel like the best way to connect with fans is by is by uh, seeming like like rather than someone that they can look up to, I want to be someone that they can relate to, and I want to be a friend to 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 all my fans who are lonely. I want to be someone that that makes them feel less alone through my music, if if that makes sense. Yeah. So is that everything you guys got? Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, I have something to add too because I thought of it All when right. you were saying your last statement. Uh, we also need to be aware of not trying, not idolizing the music we listen to, the singers behind it, and whatnot. Because I've seen some people who, if you don't like the music that they listen to, they will get so offended that they like won't even be friends with you anymore and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, that kind of just doesn't seem right to me when uh, if you hold music that high in your life, then you need to uh, reconfigure because God, well, for one, God should be your number one priority, but you shouldn't have music that high up on your uh, priority yeah. list. I mean, like our music tastes are way different. We're, yeah. still, we're still great friends and everything, you know. We... Yeah. But, so is that everything then? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, so I guess that is everything we have. I do want to make sure one final time that everyone knows we do not hold the same views, obviously. And O'Reilly, you said um, you listen to like, country music and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I only, like, so I know you guys, I don't know actually if you two disagree, really. I know I would be different, I have different view of music than you do, mm-hmm. and I do think that that is okay. Because I do believe, because I, I only listen to Christian music, period. I do not listen to secular music at all. Yeah. But I do believe that we can still be friends and have fellowship even if we do disagree on the subject yeah because me and uh me and peter have just like way different uh songs we like because like 
he doesn't like any of the music, really any of the music I listen to. And I don't really care for any of the music he listens to, but yeah. it's it's a various subject, but there are guidelines to it through the Bible. Yeah, and I do believe if you apply these biblical principles, I do believe that if you want to pick music biblically, then these three Bible principles will get you there. I do believe that. So yeah. that's everything then? Uh, yeah, you want to lead in prayer? All right, so... All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, I pray to thank you for this day and to thank you for giving us the opportunity to do this podcast. I pray that you will just use it to further your will and that anyone who hears it may be blessed by it and learn something about your word. We pray all all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and we'll see you guys next month.